People have a lot of hopes for the year 2012. The Chinese astrology is the year of the dragon. Moreover, 2012 is the year where general elections are happening all over the world. The major democracies are bracing for a change of their leaderships. As Hong Kong citizen, I cannot help but feel envy and a bit depressed, given the spear of political incidents in 2011. First, Taiwan's general elections for the legislature and the presidency is just round the corner, before Chinese New Year. And nearly 17 million eligible voters will cast their vote and will impact the relations across the Taiwan Strait for years to come. No matter which party wins the election, Taiwan graduates as a genuine democracy with two political parties competing, and the Taiwan people are fast maturing in casting their vote to elect the administration. Sank incompetent. And irresponsible officials, first-time visitors to witness Taiwan's election will be startled by the extravagance and festive atmosphere. In the last election, presidential candidates spent a total of 1.2 billion New Taiwan dollars, around 35.3 million U.S. dollars, though not a significant amount relative to their 423 billion U.S. dollars GDP. Some people scoff at Taiwan's politics, mocking their legislature as being like a circus, and proud of Hong Kong's so-called civilized culture in the lawmakers. To me, Hong Kong Letchko is like a student who failed to graduate, but some people still boasted, saying that this failed student's handwriting is better than those who graduated. Later in this year. The United States of America will also re-elect their president. If we compare it to major democracies like USA, Taiwan's elections looks like peanut. In United States, the last presidential elections campaign spending was around 5.3 billion U.S. dollars, with over 130 million eligible voters deciding who is going to run the country. Alas. Hong Kong's people have to put up with the laughable circus show of so-called chief executive election. In the TV debate, none of the candidates dares to address the real issue in Hong Kong that really impacts everyone. But beating round the bushes, they try so hard to sound wise and make pledges, but in our hearts, we knew this is not a genuine election. This is. Like the famous story of Denmark's Hans Andersen, the emperor's new clothes, with 1,200 fools professing to be wiser, claiming this process as democratic, but anyone with a clear vision can see that they are just pretending to wear the robe of democracy, but they are naked, exposing the ugliness of the whole farce, and their shameless pretense. Hong Kong is dragging its feet in democratization, because all the initiatives failed to make the government take the call of universal suffrage seriously. People may say striving for universal suffrage threatens the harmony and stability of Hong Kong. However, we can look to example around the world. Czechoslovakia 
now Czech Republic and Slovakia's Republic had their famous Velvet Revolution under the inspiration of the late Mr. Havel. Mr. Havel and other opinion leaders dared to inspire and mobilize the people, and they walk hand in hand with the people, so that the communist government then could no longer ignore their voices and could not stop the democratization. Similar inspiration can also be drawn from the example of Poland, with Lech Walesa leading the solidarities against the iron fist ruling of the Polish Communist Party. Once the people were united, not even the regime could resist. The walls of authoritarian regime came tumbling down. With the benefit of hindsight, the common element to Poland and Czech is that the people and the pro-democracy leaders have the courage to take on the government. They have the political willpower to persist and assert their inalienable rights. They could go to the length of making impacts, general strikes, civil disobedience, and peaceful resistance. In a lot of ways, Hong Kong could have eliminated the examples of Poland or Czechs to strive for universal suffrage. All we lack is the kind of political will from opinion leaders, political figures, and the citizens in Hong Kong. Unfortunately, the democratization over the past years just went in circles, going nowhere. Not only does the government have little or low motivation to move towards universal suffrage, more importantly, the so-called pandemics were unwilling to do concrete things to push the government, and they took foolish steps to legitimize the present unjust system. They participate in the so-called chief executive election, and this is like betting the devil. Citizens of Hong Kong are confused. Their will towards democracy is numbed, and were eroded over the years. The growing dependency to the mainland makes Hong Kong people's hesitated, unwilling to double cross the administration or the central government, and their lack of vision is going to make our road to universal suffrage more and more difficult. After the new chief executive takes up the office on July 1, 2012, I don't anticipate any real improvement of livelihood for the grassroots and the poor. With the worldwide economy grooming outlook and the growing dissent in the mainland, I am pessimistic about 2012. I still have my hope that people will gradually see the issues, and our younger generation. With better access to information, can be more enlightened, and do better than their predecessors, and become the next pushers of democratic changes for Hong Kong.